Now the voices of Mayor Rudy Giuliani, Attorney Sidney Powell for President Donald Trump and presidential candidate Joseph Biden. And an enlightening conversation with Garland Favorito of Vote GA, Election 2020 in the contentious area of Georgia on this week's Hear It Now. single person in this country that would have believed that we have states that are stupid enough to have our vote sent out of this country. The Dominion voting systems, the Smartmatic technology software, and the software that goes in other computerized voting systems here as well, not just Dominion, were created in Venezuela at the direction of Hugo Chavez to make sure he never lost an election after one constitutional referendum came out the way he did not want it to come out. We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. This is Hear It Now. I am Thomas Arbond, editor and host. In the history of the nation, there has never been a time more contentious than in these modern times. An election that should be a peaceful transition, riddled with controversy and, at best, nefarious activities beyond the scope of one's comprehension. No election in history should have been so mishandled. Changes of long-established laws, crates of missing ballots, midnight trucks filled with them and unloading them in dark alleys. On the one side, you have an ex-senator and a vice president with, at best, a tarnished record of scandalous activities here at home and abroad. On the other side, you have an incumbent president that has been maligned by a biased media never seen before in the history of the press. How this, a cesspool of paper and incorrect ballots, having to have legal battles, voting servers located outside the U.S., inept voting software and machines, the conclusion, absolute chaos. And now from the ex-vice president claiming solid victory, we now backtrack with more facts and truth coming to light, which may conclude finally a victory for the incumbent president and also shed light in the dark corners of this nefarious criminal activity in our political system. What we are really dealing with here and uncovering more by the day is the massive influence of communist money through Venezuela, Cuba, and likely China 
and the interference with our elections here in the United States, the Dominion voting systems, the Smartmatic technology software, and the software that goes in other computerized voting systems here as well, not just Dominion, were created in Venezuela at the direction of Hugo Chavez to make sure he never lost an election after one constitutional referendum came out the way he did not want it to come out. We have one very strong witness who has explained how it all works. His affidavit is attached to the pleadings of Lynn Wood in the lawsuit he filed in Georgia. <clears throat> it is a stunning, detailed affidavit because he was with Hugo Chavez while the, he was being briefed on how it worked. He was with Hugo Chavez when he saw it operate to make sure the election came out his way. That was the express purpose for creating this software. He has seen it operate, and as soon as he saw the multiple states shut down the voting at the, on the night of the election, he knew the same thing was happening here, that that was what had gone on. Now, the software itself was created with so many variables and so many back doors that can be hooked up to the internet or a thumb drive stuck in it or whatever, but one of its most characteristic features is its ability to flip votes. It can set and run an algorithm that probably ran all over the country to take a certain percentage of votes from President Trump and flip them to President Biden which we might never have uncovered had the votes for President Trump not been so overwhelming in so many of these states that it broke the algorithm that had been plugged into the system. And that's what caused them to have to shut down in the states they shut down in. That's when they came in the back door. That was attorney Sidney Powell at a press conference with ex-Mayor Rudolph Giuliani. In the 2020 U.S. presidential day of November 3rd overwhelmingly favored President Trump, the early results from the mainstream media on the morning of November 4th showed Democratic presidential candidate Joseph Biden winning the presidential contest over Trump. While Biden's team was celebrating, evidence of ballot fraud was emerging. The Dominion Voting Machines, DVS, known as Dominion Voting Systems Ballot Counting Machine, used in 28 states during the election, contained Chinese-made hardware components as well as the Smartmatic Ballot Software. Voter data was transmitted to foreign countries, and this led to a seizure of a server by the U.S. military at the offices of Skittel in Frankfurt, Germany. Public discontent reached a climax and finally erupted on November 14th. This was in Washington, D.C., when the Washington, D.C. Voters Association held a rally. Thousands of people rallied in front of the U.S. Supreme Court to demand electoral transparency and to support President Trump's re-election. However, 
in the feverish media frenzy, manipulations and release of false information and or to conceal information by calling it false on this election continued as well as blocks by the social media high-tech giants. To date, 69% of voters do not believe the news media are honest and truthful. 78% of voters believe the news coverage of the presidential campaign was biased, especially through polling projections. What we have come up with on our end should bring some light onto the situation. Facts. Dominion's voting systems were secured by HSBC. That is Hong Kong and Shanghai Banking Corporation of China pertaining to the U.S. election systems. Dominion Voting Systems entered into a security agreement with HSBC and received ownership of patents pertaining to intellectual property with elections, ballots, systems, cyber, and internet capacities. In 2018, Dominion was acquired by David Rubenstein, founder of the Carlyle Group. The Carlyle Group is the largest global investment company in China. The Carlyle Group tires George H.W. Bush and top globalist politicians worldwide. The controller of Dominion is the Carlyle Group, which is linked to the CCP. The CCP gained control of Dominion by opening up resource companies to the Carlyle Group involved in the votes of Americans, politicians, and the U.S. itself. What links all of these together? Neil Shen of Communist China, the global steward of Sequoia Capital and the founding and managing partner of Sequoia China. He is the key connection between CCP, Sequoia, and Dominion Voting Systems and their work in the U.S. elections. Then the other, Smartmatic. Smartmatic's voting solutions was first implemented in August of 2004. The recall referendum against President Hugo Chavez of Venezuela and was successful in helping Chavez secure 59% of the votes. This result was met with accusations of electoral fraud by the public. Now, Smartmatic first established a presence in the United States in 2000, the Hanging Chad year, in Boca Raton, Florida, then moved its headquarters 
to Amsterdam, the Netherlands in 2004 and opened a new headquarters in London in 2012. Doug Amhoff is linked with Smartmatic and D.L. Piper. He is the husband of Senator Kamala Harris, the potential vice president. More after this. Even still this week, an attempt to progress President Trump's legal arguments of fraud and voter manipulation was held in Pennsylvania, where its Democratic governor, Tom Wolf, has been an ardent opponent and prejudicial against Mr. Trump for some time. The president's attorney, former Mayor Rudy Giuliani, made an unexpected appearance in the U.S. District Courthouse of Judge Matthew Brand, an appointee of President Barack Obama in this small central Pennsylvania city of Williamsport last week. While former Mayor Giuliani was presenting the case, he was berated in an appalling display of hostility being mocked by legal commentators in the style of a French Revolution tribunal with malevolence of this judge. With this, the judge scornfully stated, this courtroom has been unable to find any case in which a plaintiff has sought such drastic remedy in the contest of an election in terms of sheer volume of votes and to be invalidated. Disregarding any facts presented about the malfunctioning ballot machines and the unusual and questionable issues that surrounded them. The judge continued, Even assuming that they can establish that their right to vote has been denied, which they cannot, plaintiffs seek remedy to denial of their votes by invalidating the votes of millions of others. He continues, they seek to discredit scores of votes, but only for one race. This is simply not how the Constitution works. And with this statement purposely ignoring uh, all issues about the Dominion machines, the other machines, and with this statement purposely ignoring anything about the malfunctioning machines, the software, and refusing to respond to any of the hard questions arising about the ballot validity. We reached out to Judge Braun with no response. We were also ignored. In other states, Georgia Governor and Secretary of State also certified a victory for Biden, despite the major concerns of malfunctioning ballot machines and the unusual issues surrounding them, which were swept under the rug. Garland Favorito from Vote GA a nonpartisan and highly respected watchdog group substantiates that there must have been nefarious activities 
and substantiated these disturbing issues of voter software manipulations and defects. And he is with us now. Garland. What is going on? Sure, Thomas. So, so I'll, let's just start from the beginning. So, there were some. Uh, so, there were some. Uh, you know, the counties uh, in Georgia had um, basically uh, conducted the election, and they had uh, produced some results. Um, and the race, as you know, was very, very, very close. Right. So, um, Georgia law uh, requires one race per. Uh, every two years to be audited, which isn't nearly enough, one statewide right. or federal race. Uh, and the uh, Secretary of State picked the presidential race because he was certainly under a lot of pressure. If had he picked any other race, you know, n- uh, nobody would have um, would have really cared because you know everybody was, wants to know the outcome of the presidential race. So he picked that one to audit. It follows something called risk-limiting audit procedures. However, uh, in this case, the margin was so close, the only thing he could do was to order a full hand count of, of, the, of all the, the ballots in, that were cast in the presidential race. Right. So now that doesn't include signature verification or anything like that because the ballot has already been separated from the envelope signatures because in Georgia, like most states, there's a requirement to cast a secret ballot so no one can know what you, uh, you know, who you voted for. So therefore, there's once you separate the ballot for counting, there's no way to go back and see, well, who voted it and what it was their signature ballot. So that that's the, the first thing. So then we conducted the audit. Uh, everybody was happy. We said well, at the beginning, we said, oh, that's great. He's going to audit, uh, hand count this entire race, and we're going to find out if the uh, Dominion voting machines are counting correctly. So right. we were thrilled until we found out, um, once we started the audit, was that the counties are entering the data from the audit, the, to- the individual data, into the uh, Secretary of State's system, which is a software product called Arlo, which was made by an organization called Voting Works. So this piece of software uh, doesn't uh, accept the county's totals uh, as, and the county is having a source of their own totals. What the counties have to do is put, the, put the, their data into the Secretary of State system. So the counties are then unable to produce their own audit totals electronically for their audit that they spent three days on. So basically the chain of custody is broken in the reporting mechanism, and the the Secretary of State ends up telling the counties what their totals are. And that's of a concern to us because, you know, the Secretary of State has been accused of being in bed with the Dominion uh, voting system vendor. And right. uh, that is a, uh, you know, Dominion voting system is basically at the forefront right now of the legal action in President Trump's uh, attorneys, uh, right. their legal team, in terms of the possibility that uh, the, the system was compromised in multiple states. Um, for this election and swapped votes in multiple states. 
it, everything broke down really in where the secretary's data entry process. That's just not, uh, uh, you know, uh, no one who's conducting an audit would have done it that way, uh, because right. you know, chain of custody is everything uh, in elections. So, um, so we have a compromised audit where the counties cannot tell us what their results are, and we didn't really answer the question as to whether or not the Dominion software is counting correctly. That's what this exercise was supposed to be able to, to do for us. Uh, what does that incur? What, what's the result of that? Yeah, so let me walk you through that process, uh, and then you'll understand it better. So the counties, um, when the counters count the ballots, they put the totals on these pieces of paper, little little pieces of paper, you know, they, and they have like a little table on there, and they put so many votes for Trump, so many votes for Biden. And then they take those pieces of paper back to uh, someone who is entering them, a data entry person, they're entering that data into the Secretary of State system. Right. Well, um, the problem with that is um, all the counties have left are the original pieces of paper, which are not uh, totaled in any way, and they're not electronic. And then the Secretary of State ends up with the electronic data, uh, with the, both the, the detail and the, the totals. So um, the counties, as you know in most elections, Thomas, all elections are reported from the bottom up. Precincts report to counties, counties report to states after they consolidate their their results. Well, in this case, the county did all the work, but then the Secretary of State tells them what their totals are because right. they enter the data into the Secretary of State system, and they don't have an electronic total record for themselves. Back with our conversation with Garland Favorito of Vote GA, the vote supervisors of the state of Georgia on election 2020. At the heart of the compromised audit is Voting Works Arlo, fatally flawed software funded at taxpayers' expense by the Department of Homeland Security centralizes unverified election results where they can be compromised and then it propagates the unverified results in top-down reporting. It subverts generally accepted bottom-up election reporting where precincts report to the counties that report the results to the state. Arlo is also unable to capture precinct-level results and thus further impedes any meaningful auditing. That that's a big deal. That's something that can really uh, change a lot of the votes, according to your information here. Well, I sure can. So the Secretary of State um, um, retained this company called Voting Works. I believe they're out of Colorado um, to perform some audit uh, audit um, activities. Um, and we, he uses a, something called a risk-limiting audit process, and Voting Works is an advocate of that. However, what Voting Works didn't tell the people of Georgia is that the the uh, inventor of risk-limiting audit procedures, Dr. Mm -hmm. Phil Stark uh, from California, out there where you are, 
He right. said that you cannot you cannot use his procedure to audit a ballot marking device election, which is what we have. We have these touchscreen ballot marking devices, and that you know the the audit procedure has no way to audit what the what the screen showed to the voter, and that's part of the election process. Conflicts, yeah. Yeah. So so then, uh, Voting Works develops this piece of software, Arla, which they say was funded by the Department of Homeland Security. That's what they said, um, and which is at our taxpayers' expense. And then right. they try to use it uh, for something that apparently it was either not designed to be used for, um, or uh, it was just totally fatally flawed in its design because it does not allow counties to um, basically capture their own results, which are their own data entry, electronically in totals, before they transfer it to the Secretary of State's office. Exactly. Well, here's here's one of my questions, too, Garland, is that who is the one that approved that equipment being used when it's commonly known that it does not work with the other equipment. It's not compatible. Well, it's not. Secretary Raffensperger approved both the Dominion voting systems, which is a $105 million purchase and another $150 plus million over 10 years of an unfunded mandate to the counties. Right. And he also uh, brought in this voting works company, which uh, has uh, really been not working in the best interest of the Georgia taxpayers. If he's the one that approved it, why would he approve machines or or equipment that is not compatible? That's my big question. Yeah, well, technically it's compatible, uh, but it's not, you know, it's being used for a purpose it wasn't designed to be used for. Exactly. Or something more more nefarious. We have gone back to the counties now and we're trying to get them to give us their numbers, uh, totals or breakdowns by mail-in or election day voting or early voting, and they can't uh, do that because they don't have the numbers. So wow. it's, it's really, um, it's kind of a, a, a crazy situation to be in, but no, that's... No. Where well, we are right now. If you have a knowledge of that, do you do you know any information? Because that's really tough on vote GA. Why the counties don't have the numbers? Shouldn't they have those recorded? Well, well, all they have at this point are the original pieces of paper that they right. use to make the data entry, and they say, well, we don't want to enter those again. That's too much work, you know, to oh. give you the totals. I said, well, how do you know what you certified? If you didn't have the totals originally, you just certified election results without ever knowing what they were. Oh, um, wow. So that's so – I'm going to repeat that. That's very important. So they certified um, the election results without knowing what they were. I want, to, I want our listeners to – Yeah, you know, without the counties knowing what their own totals are. That's correct. Right. Dominion, which has come up in our news, it's and QR-coded Dominion, which is part of the, uh, obviously, the suits and the issues uh, that the president and his and his uh, legal staff are trying to fight right now. Uh, Dominion, uh, QR-coded ballot marketing device, BMD system counts the results correctly. 14,000 vote lead for Senator Joe Biden was already tainted by voter GA's 
previous discovery that Fulton County intramail-in result totals were inflated by 20,000 votes for Joe Biden, why Donald Trump's totals appeared to have gone down 1,000 votes. Now, can you explain that to our listeners, that, 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 what that means? Yeah, yeah. So, so um, well, a couple things. First of all, the Dominion voting system, um, the Dominion voting system is a touchscreen system, and it, it, it um, produces a paper summary of your selections. Right. And then you scan that paper summary into a scanner, but the scanner then tabulates what is in the barcode or QR code that's on that piece of paper. It does not tabulate what you saw and verified, which are the selections of your candidate. Uh-huh. So if you if you selected, you know, Donald Trump, the uh, QR code could have Joe Biden in it, and nobody would ever know because you can't wow. read it. None of the election officials can read it. Uh, so that's the first problem. And then uh, the second problem you were mentioning, uh, you know, on election night, I saw um, the uh, totals for uh, President, um, uh, for, for former Vice President Joe Biden, jump up from 20, by 20,000, going from one interim result to another. But right. President Trump's totals didn't go up at all. In fact, it appeared to, it appeared to me that they went down. A, um, I had other people uh, say that too. Yeah, that's that's on the screen actually, on uh, the mainstream media, the word it did drop. But you know, twenty thousand votes are a lot to be inflated, especially on a really tight race like this. And why would uh, President Trump's votes go down? You know, one thousand, and that's a really open question, and it's something that really does need to be investigated because this is. You know, this, this is a nightmare of the Chads, you know. <laughs> well, that's right, Thomas. So what I did as soon as I saw it, at first I thought, maybe am I going crazy? And then I so, I so I called, I contacted, I emailed the elections director for the Fulton County, which is the largest, most populous county in Georgia, covering north and south Atlanta. And I uh, emailed all of the election board members, you know, who I've, you know, presented for, uh, two before, and I even emailed the county attorney. I said, "Look, here's what we have here. This doesn't look right. Um, I would like to file an open records request for all the information going on here." And uh, I got nothing uh, for five days, and never have gotten anything. No response to my email whatsoever. That is that that again. That's very very questionable. Why wouldn't they respond to that? especially when everyone is on a horrendous timeline uh, right. to, to get this to get this resolved. You know, either way, to get this resolved, uh, this is something that is truly is not, you know, in modern times, in our, our present day of the 21st century, is just something that's just unbelievable, and it keeps unfolding more and more. And on, on what we have gone over is there are actually people out there not to not to go on about this with you because again i want to stick to the facts and information but there are so many people out there especially in the mainstream media and other places uh that are just uh sweeping this under the rug and they think it's just so 
some sort of a vindictive measure. It, it's it's insane. And uh, whatever po- political party you are with, the first thing that you need to do, and the and the Republicans and Democrats should do this, is to vet the vote. You know, we have to. If it was the opposite of this, what would happen? So, uh, so uh, Texas just rejected them, and they would refuse to consider them. And this was the Dominion Democracy Suite 5.5 system. Uh, and uh, Texas banned uh, that system for security reasons. I'm sorry, I didn't ban it, but they rejected it. They wouldn't even consider buying them. Colorado had bought some, but when they saw... Uh, oh, about six, eight months ago, when we were having issues with the fact that we did not want a a QR-coded voting system because it's an unverifiable voting system, yeah. the Secretary of State there, Janet Griswold, banned uh, those for future use in Colorado after this year. So so we normally call them, uh, um, they are in fact QR codes, sometimes I refer to them as barcodes, but a QR code is even worse than a barcode because you can right. get more information in it. And exactly. you, can, you can put instructions in that can, that can tell the, the scanners and the tablets to count differently in certain cases. Um, and that's a big, a, a big concern. Um, because it's so, and on top of that, the information in there is encoded so that you cannot read it with a QR uh, code reader, but it's not encrypted so that anybody from the back end can still hack into it. Gotcha. Now, now I'm going to say another thing that could, could be con- obviously controversial, but at best, if there is a nefarious activity going on, these openings does open it up where there could have been and an invited nefarious activity if someone wanted to do this to hack into it or what have you. Am I correct on saying that? Yeah, that's right, because it's non-encrypted. It's non-encrypted, but it is encoded. So you, you can't figure out what's in it, but somebody, a hacker, can. So right. it's the worst of both worlds. It it, it, present, it it prohibits the voter from verifying the vote, and yet it leaves the back door open for the hacker. So you have to wonder, would someone develop a voting system? This didn't happen by accident. We warned, and I say we, I'm talking about hundreds of citizens, warned the Georgia State Legislature, the Secretary of State, his all of his um, subordinates, and, uh, you know, Basically, we've even taken a case all the way to the Georgia Supreme Court. Uh, so they were on notice not to buy this type of a, of a machine uh, at least a year and actually probably closer to a year and a half before they actually purchased it. And they still bought it. And they still bought it. And they still bought it knowing that, I mean, I'm talking about hundreds of citizens who testified to the Voting System Commission and uh, legislative committees that do not buy this type of voting system. So it's, this didn't happen by accident. We didn't, we didn't get here because nobody was paying attention. We were paying attention, uh, and we were ignored. And they, and they did not listen. And now 
uh, unfortunately, as usual, the American people are paying for it, and our political system is taking a huge hit for this around the world because they are seeing what is going on. And as I stated before, and I know you agree with me, uh, whatever my views are, whatever your views are, is wonderful. That's great. But I'm being very unbiased here. I'm trying to be very fair. What is going on, no matter what? I want to put that out to our listeners, too. And, and again, some of the media, I couldn't believe it, are actually denying this, um, that there is issues, major, major issues, logically, not by emotions or party lines brought up, that there are just massive things going on here. And that's what we want to bring out on here and now, and that's why God bless you. You know, you're coming on, on the show, bringing this out because it is, it is just. Let's put it this way: it, it's, it's been. I don't want to say covered up, but it has been ignored, just like your warnings to uh, the other, uh, uh, you know, people that were there in power, stating, "Hey, we do not want to do the QR codes," and they just didn't listen. Um, so that that's why this is so important to get this information out there so that people know where their votes are going and the true information. Uh, last night, not to go on and on here, but I had heard uh, on the regular media that, that the ballot counts were done, uh, Georgia was going to certify it, and it was just running along like nothing had ever happened. No questions were brought up at all, and this is dangerous. This is dangerous, and this is why it's so important, Garland, that you and your group can do this uh, and and really bring the true, unbiased information out there to the people and their vote. Um, and so I just wanted to you know, bring that out to our listeners. Uh, one of the other things that is in here, if I may ask, uh, Garland, is uh, the precincts report it, report results in counties that report the results to Arlo are also unable to capture precinct-level results and thus further impedes any meaningful all auditing. Now, how does this ROO um, software, um, uh, and if you can explain a little more, you know, to where people, where our audience maybe understands it, how this, is it is it linked with Dominion or is it on its own or what does it do to impede uh, the the, uh, the the voting. Yeah, so uh, Arlo is separate from Domin the Dominion voting system. It's just another piece of software that the Secretary of State chose to use for this particular gotcha. audit process. But what happens is the the uh, counties have very low level data. That includes they have precinct level data. Well, yeah. Arlo doesn't capture the precincts, so when it goes up the line. Um, and then it basically it consolidates this data. So if you have a problem where it's an over or under, uh, you can't trace it back to the precinct and find it easily. You have to just start uh, shifting through all the county data to find uh, what precinct was bad. So uh, it just doesn't help you at all in uh, in trying to... Um, basically, you know, enter your audit data or, and, and audit your results. It just completely defeats the purpose. Um, should have never been used, and it should have never even been developed, in my opinion. Wow, wow. Okay, and again, 
why would they put Trent in there? And then now the next question is is uh, to move ahead. What is going on down there now? Because what we hear on the reports, and I, I do truly, I'm uh, again, I'm trying to keep repeating this. I'm trying to be fair here, but it's, it's hard to to not just see obviously see the truth that uh, the information we're getting is misinformation uh, that is pouring out there. That oh, uh, Georgia's done. Uh, the hand counts were were fine. Everything's fine. They did the hand counts. That's it. It's a closed situation. And they're going to certify it as soon as they can. And it's not closed, is it? Well, that's right. So once the certification is done, the next step, I'm sure, will be that the uh, president's team will uh, request a recount. And then they will begin challenging ballots. Um, and I'm, uh, they probably have tens of thousands of ballots that they want to challenge. And we're going to at least figure out why I saw that 20,000 votes go up we're going to figure that out and then uh uh that and we'll see were were those invalid ballots being stuffed into the system uh was there some other logical explanation uh we just don't know but i think the the yeah the challenge the challenge will force fulton county to answer that question exactly exactly and again i'm going to put it out to our listeners out there and the ones that that maybe are listening to this and thinking is that on and I and again I'm not getting political here but on on the on the White House and the president what that what they're doing this is a needed thing this is not overreaching this is not illogical this is logical that his team needs to go in there and needs to take this to court because nothing's being done on the lower government end to rectify all of this mess that is there. So when they take it to court, um, again, I, I'm not an attorney, so w- would vote GA come back into the picture after they go to court and they start recounting the ballots? What would, what would, what's the next step on that? Well, uh, I mean, we'll certainly have, uh, you know, we've activated hundreds of literary volunteers, and we certainly would assist, uh, you know, any any team that needs help, uh, particularly if they uh, were um, uh, looking at the ballots and they needed to help in in going through them to determine which ones are valid and which ones are not. Uh, You know, we're ready to assist uh, whatever, uh, you know, the attorney is, uh, for the Trump team needs, or we would assist the you know the Biden team if that's what they needed. Hear it now is produced by Biograph Company, LLC, Los Angeles. Produced and written by Thomas R. Bond. Associate Producers, Frank B. Marks and Lisa M. Bond. I'm Thomas R. Bond. We'll see you next time on Hear It Now. Good night.